Hey, this is Dave Moore from Pueblo's Podcast. I want to take just a second to thank you for listening. Thanks to the folks in Pueblo, Colorado Springs, Security Widefield, Wheat Ridge, Alamosa, and Boyce City, Oklahoma for listening to Pueblo's Podcast and everyone else. I really appreciate it. And I hope you're staying safe and healthy during this strange time. We will get through it. Take care of yourself and take care of your family. Thanks for listening. This is a special edition of Pueblo's Podcast. I'm Dave Moore. I'm doing a series of podcasts dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic, and one of my guests today is shelter manager Kelly Ramos from the Pause for Life shelter. Hi, Kelly. Hi. How are you today? Oh, living the dream. Living the dream. All right. Well, let me get a little bit of background about Pause for Life for those people who may not know what they do, you know, prior to the COVID-19 outbreak and, and what kind of the mission is there? So we take in owner surrenders um, and we also have a new program that started up about last August called the Second Chance Ranch. We take in animals from other shelters that are not adoption candidates uh, for behavior issues. A lot of it is fear-based. So we bring the animals over here and we give them the time they need and we work with them one-on-one and give them a chance to show us who they really are and then set them up for the future for success. So these are dogs that wouldn't have opportunities in other shelters. Um, We give them, we work with them, we train with them, and we give them an opportunity to have a new home. Um, We also take in owner surrender cats and we also transfer in cats from other shelters when they're overloaded. Okay. Gosh, that's a, that second chance ranch. That is an amazing program. How, how has the success rate been? Um, We have placed, we've taken about 60 to 70 dogs um, into our Second Chance Ranch since August, late July of last year, 2019, Um, and we have placed all the new dogs that have come into our program. Um, We still have a couple of existing dogs, and we have two dogs that are currently enrolled in the program that were transfers within the last month. When you stop and think about those 60 animals who would not be around anymore and you guys have worked with them and, and placed them and found homes for them, that that's terrific. <laughs> yep, our team loves these animals and they pour their hearts and souls into them and want to see them succeed and they want to see them succeed with their new families. Right. And of course, I'm sure you have the spay and neuter suggestions for all uh, all people who absolutely (laughs) all of our pets come spayed and neutered um typically and that is included in the adoption fee and we also do host uh bergen spay and neuter clinic once a month or once every other month that offers low-cost spay and neuter services for the public i believe cats are 20 and dogs are 30 dollars to be altered um we did a free pit bull spay and neuter clinic in december and it was a double truck clinic so we had Humane Society of Pikes Peak Regions spay and neuter truck and Bergen spay and neuter truck here. And we altered over 100 pitties and about 80 cats. It was like 130 pitties, I think, and 80 cats in three days. Wow. That's terrific. Oh, my gosh. And that cuts down the population. Is, yep. Is there, a, is there a figure that, in general, one pair of cats could populate how many kittens over, the, over a few year there period? There is, and it's a lot. Um, so... Dog gestation is, I think, about 60 to 63 days um, to have a litter of puppies, and they can get pregnant again right after having a litter of puppies. And cats, I think, are off the top of my head, like 45 to 50-some-odd day gestation. And they can, again, too, produce more cats in the same amount of days. Um, So we're looking at big numbers here. Um, I read a study a while ago. We're talking 10 years. 
where for every homeless dog in this country to have a home, each person in a household would have to own seven. So a household of four, you're looking at 28 pet, 28 dogs in that household. Oh, my God. So we definitely want to spay and neuter things so that way animals can find homes and stay in homes and we don't have the overpopulation problems we do now. Sure, sure. Now, how has the operation of PAWS changed since COVID-19 and the pandemic? It has changed quite a bit. Um, it used to be that anyone could come by during our operational hours of 12 to 5 between Thursday and Monday and make appointments for Tuesday and Wednesday to walk around, view dogs, visit with them, and cats too, and you know, fill out our application and see if they want to bring that dog home. And we do counseling through that to make sure everyone's set up for success. Now we have to schedule appointments. They have to view the dogs online and the cats online and schedule a time to come meet them to keep um, traffic and numbers down in our building. Sure. Um, so it's hard because people are looking at pictures online. They're not getting to view all our dogs in person. Um, the adoptions have gone up a little bit, and we have to now counsel people on when they go back to work, thinking about long-term ownership of a pet because they have a lot of free time now. So it's a different aspect we have to consider when we are adopting out, is that making sure people are, again, set up for success as well as our animals when it comes to long-term adoption. Sure. That they're going to have the time and resources. And for that person who's home all the time or working from home, and then all of a sudden they're gone, that affects the, the animal, doesn't it? Yep, it does drastically. So with a lot of our adopters, we talk about making sure you go on walks by yourself or you leave your house at least a couple hours a day and leave the dog home. So that way, when you go back to work with the dogs and the cats, cats, not so much. They're, you know, they do their own thing, right. but <laughs> they're not traumatized when, and they don't form separation anxiety when it is time for people to go back to work. Um, it's affected us financially too. We are not contracted. We don't get money from municipalities at all. So we are a 110% donation run. Um, and it, it's so we're caring. I think the last I checked, we have 28 dogs in our care right now, and we only have about 15 cats right now. But it costs money to feed that animal every day, to have staff here cleaning, making sure our animals are all enriched, um, vet care, things like that. So without community support, it's hard to make this run. Sure. Is there an easy way for people to um, contribute to PAWS? Absolutely. We actually just launched our new superheroes program. Ah. Um, so it's a pause pal superhero. So you can sign up online and even as little as $10 a month. So that's three coffees from Dunkin' Donuts a month. <laughs> right. You can help save, save and change an animal's life. Um, you can, that helps with food, treats, care, and you can do any amount you want. But that $10 that you may not even miss if you don't know it's not there sure. <laughs> can help us continue operating. And where do they go to, to make that online? They go to pausepueblo.org under our Ways to Help tab, and you'll see an option for Pause Superheroes. Okay. And has the amount of pets that are being dropped off or turned in to Pause, has that increased or decreased now that we're in this so situation? it's decreased and it, it's a little worrisome for us because with a decrease which is great we're glad people are keeping their animals but we're worried about after the quarantine is over and people start moving and they go back to work and kitten season is here so they're going to start looking for homes for kittens we're we're expecting kind of a big boom after this of intakes and needs oh gosh 
Sure. Yeah. Are there are there people who are having trouble feeding their animals during this time? Because you know a lot yeah. of people are are without a without a job. Yep, there are. So we actually offer a program here, and this program has been up and running since last June, July. We offer a free community food program to anybody who needs it. Um, all they have to do right now during the quarantine <laughs> is call us and let us know they need community food. Um, they can come down seven days a week between typically like 10 and 4, um, 10 and 5, Thursday through Monday. Call us when you're outside. Just have your ID ready, and we'll get you guys some free cat and dog food. Um, the program is free. So you just come on by with your ID, and you can come every other day for dog food, twice a week for cat food. They're pre-sized bags. So that way we can help pe- people keep pets in their homes during this tough time. We know that you don't want to give up your companion because you can't necessarily afford to feed them right now. So we want to help you with that. Well, that that's an amazing an amazing feature for for Paws that you're doing, and you know I know you um, are needing the help to feed your animals, but by <laughs> being able to help folks feed their animals at home who might not be able to work. Mm-hmm. And we, as our community, helps us stay here and stay running, so we want to be able to give back to our community as much as we can. Sure. Once we clear the quarantine time, hopefully it won't be too much longer. But you just never know. Um, how, how does someone go about uh, volunteering or helping out Paws just in general? So we love our volunteers and we need volunteers. There's so many ways to help. Um, our volunteer coordinator, Marie, is here. Typically, we try to be here five days a week. Sometimes it's six to seven. You just come on in. You fill out a volunteer application. You're going to go through a volunteer orientation and training. Um, it teaches you about body language and safety around animals. We also have a junior volunteer program. So kids who are about 15 and under, um, we have different programs. We have reading programs, enrichment programs where they can make toys for the dogs and activities for the dogs and cats to do. Um, we have our pack walk program, which typically, not now, but typically happens two times a week on Tuesdays and Saturdays. Right now we have about 12 to 13 volunteers come and take our dogs down the river walk for about a two-mile walk. And it's great for the dogs. They get out. They get some training while they're out there. They're exposed to new things. And it's great for people, too. You get some cardio. And it's amazing for us as staff to watch the bond built between the volunteers and dogs as they continue to walk these dogs each week. And it helps us place them in homes. Oh, sure. We couldn't do what we do without our volunteers. And there's so many things that they can help with. Um we welcome anyone and everyone to come on down. <laughs> I suspect that uh, some of those volunteers who are walking uh, the pets uh, once or twice a week or more form a bond and end up adopting them. Some of them do. Um, we've had we had a couple of cases here in the last couple of months where they've they were tough dogs to begin with. They were some of our second chance ranch dogs, and mm. these volunteers help bring them along and fall in love with them and bring them home. But it's also, we've had a lot of volunteers say, especially lately, how amazing it is to see these dogs go to the perfect family after. There's a lot of happy tears out around here. Um, it's, it's amazing to watch these animals grow into what you know they can be. The amazing pets you know they can be when given the opportunity and time. Sure. That, that is a great program that you have there, the Second Chance Ranch. I just love, <laughs> love that idea. That was a, that's a great idea. So give us uh, your location. Where is Paws located? We are located right off Pueblo Boulevard in Pueblo, Colorado, at 800 North Pueblo Boulevard. Okay. 
All right. And again, give us uh, your your website and online address, and then phone numbers on on how we can uh, reach out to you. And if, if some folks do need help feeding their animals, what what they need to do. <laughs> Okay, perfect. So our website is pawspueblo.org, P-A-W-S, Pueblo, P-U-E-B-L-O, dot org. And our our phone number is 719-543-6464. And if anyone at all needs food, they are welcome to call us. We are happy to set you up with our free community food program. Again, all you need is to come down with your ID, call us when you're outside, and we will bring it out to your car for you. Um, and uh, we actually have two Facebook pages. We have our main page, which is Pause for Life Animal Welfare and Protection Society. And we have our Pause for Life Second Chance Ranch. So you can actually follow the stories of our dogs in that program. Oh, that's very neat. That's great. Well, Kelly, thank you very much. Um, just an amazing amount of work that you and your volunteers do. And uh, hopefully we'll get back to normal very soon and, <laughs> and look forward to getting more and more volunteers to pause for you. All right. Thank you guys so much for having us. Absolutely. Talking with Shelter Manager of Paws, Kelly Ramos. This has been a broadcast of Pueblo's podcast. Stay proud and stay safe, Pueblo. Hey there, Carly Moore here. Thanks so much for listening to our special edition of Pueblo's podcast, Coronavirus in Our Community. For the final part in this series, Dave Moore is chatting with Pueblo County Commissioner Garrison Ortiz about supporting Pueblo.com, an online marketplace to help out local businesses during this tough time. Also, I want to let you know, Pueblo's podcast has upgraded. We're now easier to find than ever. Our website is now Pueblo's Podcast. Dot com. It's that easy. Don't forget, you can also listen on your favorite app still, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartMedia, and Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening.